Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. Well, happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to the morning show right here on Main Street TV, where we have a very, very special guest in the house this morning. It's our good friend and Jaffe member, Mitch Costello. So thank you for coming in. Yeah, and I, I think you have your Jaffe hat on today. You're a man of, man of many hats. Yeah, but uh, you, you do have on the Jaffe hat today, and uh, we're going to talk about something fun you guys have coming up. Yes. Yeah, March the 9th. We have the Jaffe Spring Dance. Um, a lot of you have been to it. Um, most people that come to it come back to it. Yep. We have a, a, an excellent crowd. We have an excellent band. It's Rick Candy All Nighters. If you've never seen them, they're a very high energy uh, show band. Does 50s, 60s, 70s up through today. They're fun. Yeah. Yes. A lot of fun. So. Can we back up for a minute and talk about, in case our viewers don't know who Jaffe is, could you could you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, Jaffe is short for the Jackson Area Fest Festivals and Events. Um, the biggest thing we put on that you know of is the Apple Festival. Yeah, just that little thing called the Apple yeah. Festival. It's it's not not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> we also do several food drives throughout the year. Yes, you do. Giveaways at the Jaffe Building. Um, we're involved in a lot of projects in the community, um, and. This is one of our more fun projects we've got coming up. Also, we do uh, a children's toy drive in the winter. Um, yes, part of that. Jeeping for joy and, and several things to raise money for the Christmas project. Um, we just stay busy pretty much all year long. You do, and and you know, of course, the main the main thing that I think people think of when it comes to Jaffe is the Apple Festival. And, you know, that's just a little thing y'all just do once a, once a year. It's it's not a big deal, right? Yeah, we don't start planning for it until, well, before the last one's over. We're <laughs> it takes over a year to plan. Um, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. And, and I promise it does not magically appear and magically disappear. There's a lot of work involved in the Apple Festival. And it comes down to the shoulders of you uh, guys and gals of, on Jaffe. several all volunteers putting these up yes um guys work and plan on this thing and, and all the equipment needs maintained and, and contracts signed and entertainment found and all that stuff goes throughout the whole year you know if and and again it does take well over a year to plan a festival if you're doing it properly and even if you've done it for however many years the apple festival has been going on now 80 some 
yeah, I think I think it's something like that. It still takes that long to plan, but so you guys talk about if you would, and I know it's probably not your department, but um, I know that there was a, a recent convention, and and how does how does one like schedule the entertainment for the Apple Festival and that kind of thing? Uh, well, a lot of it, we have an agent that brings us a list of, of he, he, okay. he follows a lot of the acts. He knows what's up and coming. He sees, you know, who's really popular at the time. Who's um, working out and, and who's available and all that. And in our price range, yeah. Well, so, then there's that little thing, too. Yeah. Because you don't charge. You don't get to charge. Right. And, yeah. You got to watch your, your dollars when you're not charging admission. Yes. Yeah. We looked at the list one time and could have got Kenny Chesney for $1.5 million, but I that's, mean, that's you know, not really us. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Can you imagine? Jackson wouldn't know what to do with itself. No. Yeah. I don't think we would have been able to handle Kenny Chesney here in the downtown streets. No. I mean, we would have tried, but <laughs> people have been climbing buildings and everything else trying to see. <laughs> yeah, we have people looking out the windows upstairs. And actually, when... Uh, Locash was here. They got on top of the Cambrian and played played guitar from the top of the Cambrian. Did they really? <laughs> now that's crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, but no, you guys have had some really fun acts over the years, um, and like kind of just uh, all over the place, different genres and things like that. And to be honest, we've just plain got lucky a few times. Yeah, we got uh, Lady Annabelle, Lady A now, I guess. Yes, before they were. Big little big town. Yeah, we got little big town. Right before they yeah. like, well, I mean, they were kind of huge when they. By the time they well, got here, they yeah, were big. We're booking them close to a year ahead of time. So, yeah, you know, you're just crossing your fingers and hoping, and and some of them have really played out well for us. That's right. So, who's been some of your favorite? Uh, just personally, who's your some of your favorite acts that you have uh, seen? Like I said, low cash. I really enjoyed. Um, and I'm kind of biased for a couple, three of them, because some of them I got to hang out with while they were here. So. Well, that's true. And when you get that personal yeah. relationship, yeah. Uh, and it's funny, I know I've noticed just in doing what I do here, uh, we are going to get to the dance, by the way. But I thought this was like kind of fun to talk about while you're here. Um, some people are nice and kind and gracious, and some of them aren't so much. Uh, that's true. That is very true. Uh, the majority of them have been wonderful. One of the best ones we've had, Aaron Tippin, when he was here, super, super nice guy. Okay, I can see um, that. And, and I got to be honest with you, it's it, my be experience has been the bigger they are, usually the nicer they are. It's the just starting to get big people that are really have the personality issues. Well, and I think I I can tell you one in particular that um, was just not very nice, and I won't get into it because it doesn't matter now. But I thought, wow, you are just not very very kind the kentucky headhunters were awesome mm -hmm. they were so fun to talk to i remember talking to them and there's been of course several throughout the years that that i've really enjoyed interviewing and have been kind enough to you know sit down and talk to us here in little little old jackson ohio mm -hmm. which is pretty fun but you guys have brought some major major entertainment to our yep. area and, and that's our goal we try to scout them out um every year and we talked with this agent, like I said, he usually knows who's up and coming. Sometimes they hit, sometimes they don't, but we've got really lucky a couple of times. Very cool. So do you all have, is there any, any little hints of who will be at the Apple Festival this coming year? Uh, I gotta be honest with you. I don't know who's coming this year. I'm okay. not on the entertainment committee. I was hoping we would break it here first. Yeah. I don't know this year. He, he could tell you, but he'd have to kill you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> but no, that'll be fun. It's always somebody really, really good. And that's, that's a lot of fun. And again, the Apple Festival, um, you guys do every year and work your rear ends off all year long to put that on, you know, for the betterment of the town. And, and so people can just enjoy our little area and it brings joy doing it it's like i said it's an all-volunteer organization but obviously we enjoyed i did my first one in 83 and i'm still doing it now so a few years ago yeah Yeah. it's been a while we'll go with that (laughs) so um jaffe as as a group are you accepting new members how does that work always accepting new members okay and what's required or how does someone join um just get a hold of a jaffe member anyone that that you know that and, and we get a lot of our members during Apple Festival because they can pick us out. We're up there in Apple Festival shirts. They yep. know who the Jaffe members are. But the food drives, you'll see people working the food drives. Um, come to the spring dance in March. It's put on by Jaffe members. I mean, yeah, you're going to find lots of, of Jaffe members there at the spring dance. And this is a perfect opportunity for you to get to meet some of them, find out what they do, and just have a lot of fun along the way. Yes, because and, and any Jaffe members more than happy to talk to you about the program. We need people. Um, as any volunteer organization nowadays, we need absolutely. People. It's hard to do the things that we put on without without the help. So we're and we're looking for young people. Yeah. Um, when I joined in '83, there were 18, 19, 20 year olds, 25 year olds, and now probably the majority of us are over 40, and a lot of us in our 50s, and some in our 60s. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely need you know new generations to come step up and. Because we certainly want all these great things. We want the Apple Festival to continue on and all of this great stuff that you guys do along the way. The food drives, when did those start? Um, I just remember, what, a couple years ago? Or has it been going on for a long time? Uh, It's been going on, I'm going to say, seven or eight years probably. I'm not exactly sure on that one. but. And how did that whole thing come to be? Do you know? Uh, I do. Ron Carter, his dad was a preacher, and yes. um, they used to do food drives back in the day. Okay. And then Ron just decided that's something he would like to continue and bring it to Jaffe. And we were able, well, we're a 501c3 nonprofit. We're able to get donations for that kind of stuff. That is so good. Um, and it's just worked out well for us. We've been able to get, get a lot of stuff from the food banks and, and donations from the people in town. And, and really have given away tons, literally tons of food down there. You know, and you have, and um, if anybody's <laughs> encountered the traffic <laughs> involved in that, you'll understand that it is so, um, so well attended, but so much needed and appreciated too. And you guys have bought or built that beautiful building there to the side of Walmart um, on McCarty Lane. Uh, so you have your own building now, and that's a perfect place for people to get in and out and do the food drive as well yeah they actually load the food inside the warehouse so awesome you drive through the work in one door and out the other and when you yeah. come out you got food it works i yes. mean that is just such a good setup yes. so and you do those a few times a year right uh yeah i think they do probably six or seven of them yeah. a year yeah so let it make sure you guys let us know when when they're happening or you can come in and talk about that too okay uh, like i said ron carter is, is the guy that's over it he's the one got it started um and I'm sure he'd be more than happy to come in and talk to you. Well, you send that Ron Carter fella in. He was he was fortunate enough to graduate high school with me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we were in the same class a few years ago. <laughs> we always, we just go with yeah. a few years ago. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so back to the dance. This is something that you all do kind of as, well, to have fun, number one, but also as a fundraiser. 
to, to put on some of the, the things that you guys do, like the food drive and all of the other things that you do throughout the year. So let's talk about the spring dance. And y'all have been doing this for a while. Uh, and yeah, it is fun. And I'm not exactly sure how many years. I'm going to say probably 15 or 20. Uh, and it's always been the same band. It's always been Rick Canyon All Nighters because if we tried to change it, they would hang us. Oh, people would lose their minds. I mean, as as soon as we're as soon as I signed the contract with Rick K to come this year, I started getting emails from people that follow Rick. Uh, one guy comes from Florida, brings a crowd from Florida every year for this dance. Isn't that hilarious? He, he got a hold of me the day after I signed the contract, wanting to get a table. It's it's crazy. That is so good. And is it going to be at the Memorial Building again, yes. or have you moved it? Nope, it's going to be in the Memorial Building. Okay, and um, easy to get in and out. Mm -hmm. You've got some parking there, no problem. Um, so, yeah, it's just a good time. So tell us about the logistics of uh, what will happen in that evening. Okay, like I said, the dance runs from 8 to 12. It is a BYOB. You bring your own food, your own drinks, and you are limited only by your imagination. Um, <laughs> you have a table come, and they'll bring two bags of chips, and another table will come and bring a full spread like, of food. Yes. You know, like crock pots in the whole nine yeah. yards. Like, it's wild. Um, and then, you know, one table will have a two-liter Pepsi. The next table will have a full bar. You just never know. People, people do all kinds of things. They plan for this ahead of time, uh, and they have a really good time with it. Well, it is because it is a good time. It is an excellent time. You know, and it's all kind of um, spearheaded by, well, you guys, but also, you know, Rick Kay and the All Nighters are just so much fun. Oh, they are so very fun. entertaining band. Very entertaining. Absolutely. So, okay. So let's talk about admission because I know that you guys, you can, you can get in. Of course, you can just come by yourself if you want, but, but there's tables involved and all kind of different things. So there's different ways that you can attend the uh, dance. Now, on a lot of our tables, a lot of businesses buy corporate tables because you get advertising with them, um, and it's you know a deductible expenses advertising. Uh, but for corporate tables, three hundred dollars, and that includes eight eight seats. Uh, it's a reserved table, and the corporate tables are up closest to the dance floor. Um, if you don't want to buy a corporate table, they also have reserve tables, which are two hundred dollars, and get still get you eight seats. You just don't get the advertising. Gotcha. Um, and then there's individual tickets you can buy at the door. They're $30 a piece. Okay. Um, typically, most of our stuff is sold through tables because people want to sit with their friends. They get a group of eight together. And if you have more than eight people, we can add seats. We can add a second table if we need to. Okay. A lot of our businesses will, will buy a corporate table and then a reserve table behind it. Okay. So we've got 16 seats, and uh, they all sit together. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, again, like you said, your imagination's the limit, right? Like, however you want to do it. Uh, if you want to come and be a theme, have a luau party. We don't care. Like, just Absolutely. come and have fun. We've got um, we've got tables where sometimes the ladies all like to dance and the guys don't, so they just sit around and talk and 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 have a few drinks and talk to each other while the ladies are out dancing and just yeah. something for everyone. Everyone. Yeah, and it, you know if you're if you're a couple or or two couples that want to come, totally fine too. There'll be plenty of tables and stuff for you to hang out at as well. Yep. We have a um line dancing group that comes. They usually buy several tables and they they have a ball with it. I'll bet. Yeah. And there's always someone up dancing. So you don't ever have to worry about being the one person that goes up on the dance floor. Oh yeah. Always someone dancing. Yeah, and the more drinks people get in them, the more dancing, the more dancing they, do. they do. Yeah. yeah. And the better they get in their own mind, anyway. In their own mind, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. 
You just become such yeah. a good dancer later on. Yeah. That's something. <laughs> and singer. <laughs> yeah. Something else we had a, uh, last year. Uh, we're doing a bourbon raffle now, and it's oh. very nice bourbons. Uh, Blanton's, Eagle Rare, several things, and and the winner takes the whole table, and it, it's some pretty nice stuff. And the, the raffle's going on now, but they'll draw it at the spring dance on the ninth. Wow. Yeah. So how do you get tickets for that? Um, I'd like to say I have them with me, but um, Jason Crabtree runs a bur bourbon raffle. Get a hold of Jason. Okay. And he's in the process of getting tickets out to all us Jaffe members so we can sell them. I usually very good. find they're very easy to sell. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. Everybody's into bourbon right now. Yes. Um, but that, that's another thing. And another, we also sell, uh, split spot tickets at the dance. So usually somebody takes home a pretty good chunk, chunk of money. There you go. So it works out well. Love that split the pot. It's win-win for everybody. Yes. <laughs> you just can't go wrong with that. No, no it, uh, it's, it's worked out well for us the last few years and we, we have a big crowd. I mean, we really do fill the place up. Yeah. It's just a good time. I mean, yes. it's winter time. There's nothing else going on. Everybody's all depressed and sad because the weather sucks and come out and, and party and have a good time. And you don't have to party party. Just like when I say party, I mean, dance and yeah. have fun and whatever laugh you, and yeah. smile, whatever party is to you. I mean, like I said, we have, have several tables that, that are, have drinks. We have several tables that are just doing pop or water or punch or whatever they feel like doing. Yeah. And if you want to do you. a punch bowl in the middle of your table, have at it. Go for it. I mean, it, it, it's a good crowd. We never have any trouble. Um, like I said, it's usually the same crowds every year because anybody that's been to it comes back. Yeah. I mean, rarely do you ever have anyone come to it and say, oh, I didn't enjoy myself. I'm not going to. Oh, no. That's happen. not going to happen. You may have had too much fun. Yeah. That's possible. That <laughs> yeah. I could see that. But no, come on out. And uh, so how do people go about reserving those tables? Okay, easiest way. We're getting tickets. Easiest way, it's pretty simple, is call me. Uh, my name's Mitch Costello. My number is 740-418-0195. Um, i got a flyer up on the screen, I think. Yep. We're trying to. Um, my number's at the bottom. Uh, this will be on Facebook. I have it on Facebook, and, and it will be shared by... Uh, I actually posted that flyer the other day on Facebook and it got shared. I don't know how many times as soon as I put it on there. Okay. Awesome. And then, um, does Jaffe have a Facebook page? And Yes. I'm okay. not sure if that flyer is on it yet or not, but I'll, okay. I'll call the guy today and make sure that it gets up. Okay. So just, uh, look that up. What is the Facebook page called? Um, I think it is just Jaffe or Jackson area festivals and events. Okay. Just look that up. And, uh, but yeah, four one eight Oh one nine five is Mitch's number there. And, uh, don't send him any dirty texts or anything, or I mean, maybe, I don't know, but just inquire about tables, not other stuff. But we will be happy to set you up. Um, and even if you just got questions, if you don't know for sure what you want or, or just call and ask me, I will be more than happy to sit and talk to you. Um, Absolutely. I've got plenty of time, so I will talk to anyone. <laughs> there you go. It's as simple as that. So make sure uh, 2024 Spring Dance with Rick Kay and the All-Nighters. And um, it is at the Memorial Building. Well, the gym. Yeah. <laughs> the gymnasium part of it on March 9th, which is a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And it is from, what would you say, 8 to midnight? 8 to midnight. 8 p.m. to midnight. So you can't go wrong with that. Nope. If you can stay up that late. Yeah. Which is struggle for all of us that were born a few years ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's starting to be, yeah, because I have to stay afterwards and clean the thing up. So. Oh, no. <laughs> we usually make a day out of it. We'll, we'll go uptown and eat and um, then go to the dance afterwards and just, just make a day of it. Very good. And, and that's what it's all about. Just go have some fun. All right. Well, um, Mitch, is there anything else you wanted to tell us about? Anything uh, else Jaffe has coming up that you want to let our viewers know about? Um, well, like I said, just our year-round stuff. We, we, we have the food giveaways. We have, um, in the summer, we've done Jeep and for Joy to, to help pay for our Christmas projects. That's right. Um, and we have other projects coming up. We always have raffles, that kind of stuff going on. Um, keep in mind, anytime you buy a raffle ticket from a Jaffe member, all these guys are volunteers. All the money is going into the projects, be it food drive, Christmas projects, something for the community. It's going to help somebody. Yes. Yes. Agreed. And as are the, the profits from the dance. Everything goes back into the community. That's why we do this to help make a better place. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, Ryan Pelletier stopped by uh, not too long ago to talk about uh, their involvement in, you know, the, the toy drive there in Wellston. Mm -hmm. But, and basically he said, we all talk about asking for the stuff, but we never talk about afterwards like what happens to the stuff afterwards and the delivery of what but he was mentioning you all and some of the many many organizations that help uh distribute toys and other things for families and kids throughout the holiday season um so thank you for all of that too and a lot of times that's just all kind of behind the scenes and a lot of people don't know yeah that it's happening and, and people don't realize the number of, of families you're talking about in this county yes uh the ones that are that need the food that need the gifts for the kids um you know you think you're excited you bought a, a raffle ticket and you won something you're not near as excited as a person that's getting the food getting the christmas gifts that kind of stuff yeah and and you know that's all very very important as well and any money that you give for any of these projects is going to that very kind of thing yes so it's it's a great deal all right. Well, Mitch, we'll let you get out of here. I know you have a lot of stuff going on, and we appreciate, though, you taking time to talk with us this morning. Well, I appreciate you having me. Well, of course, you're welcome anytime. You oh, know that. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Hayden, you got that weather pulled up for us. I don't mind giving the weather this week other than the rain in the forecast, but looks a lot better off and um, a lot warmer. So thank you, Mitch. We'll let you get out of here. All right. Thank All you. right. Um, so today is Tuesday and there is, so here's the deal. The rain is kind of in the forecast throughout, uh, the rest of the week, but look at those temperatures. It's going to be almost 60 degrees on Thursday. We will take it. Not six, 60, almost 60 degrees on Thursday. We're not going to know what to do with ourselves. We're all going to be running around in shorts. Um, but 48 today, 52 tomorrow, 58 on Thursday, almost 60. Uh, and then 50s uh, throughout Saturday. And then Sunday, a little bit cooler in Monday, but still up in the 40s. And that seems like a virtual heat wave. Like I went out this morning and walked with the dogs. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> I don't even mind being out this morning, walking around in the snow. It's 40 degrees outside. Cool. Yeah, well, I didn't want to walk in the snow today, but well, at Dylan, least it wasn't bad. Dylan had had a he had an incident yesterday. Yeah, yeah. This is see, adulting is not fun, is it, Dylan? 
Well, no, it, it's not fun, but it's usually not this bad. I don't know what was up with yesterday. Yesterday was just like, screw you. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with it. So I get this call yesterday afternoon and it says Dylan. And I'm like, well, Dylan never calls me. It's typically like a text or something. So I'm like, something's up. So I answer the phone and he's like giggling hysterically, I think, or, or crying. I wasn't sure which. And he says, Jen, I'm on the side of the road. My tire blew out. <laughs> and I said, okay, okay, okay. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I said, number one, are you laughing or crying? Both. <laughs> I said, okay, calm down. We'll get you. Stay, stay calm. But uh, so you had a friend to come and fix your tire. Yeah, he got my spare on, but I didn't realize that my spare was older than me. So I got up this morning, my tire was flat, and uh, yeah, I had no way to work, so I just walked it. So you had to walk to work? Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, I don't live too far, though, so it wasn't too bad. But yeah, that, that's been my past couple of days, and now I've been working on some math homework. So. <laughs> All right, what is your math homework? It's Well, it's sort of math. It's vector graphics. A vector is a type of file, this is what I understand, at least I'm still learning, mm -hmm. that basically uses math to like make the image quality higher. Mm -hmm. So I'm having to understand how math relates to graphics. Well, that's interesting because I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't either. So but vector files are the files that basically you send anybody for like high resolution printing and all, all of those things. Yeah. And they're teaching me how to do that now, but it's a two and a half hour long class once a week and then the other days online. So basically, I'm going to have never ending homework with a due date of Sunday and I have to be there once a week. Yeah. And then the second I got out of that class, I, I chilled for a minute, went back to the arena with some esports people, worked on some stuff. And then I drove home and then my tire blew up. So he didn't drive home. He attempted to drive I home. I tried to drive home and my tire blew up. I mean, I will say you made it to what? Almost the truck stop? Yeah. Well, a little past the truck stop. Okay. So that's pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't too good. <laughs> I said, oh, here's the thing. Where are you, Dylan? Uh, I don't know. That um, that place that has like the cat on, on the sign. Uh, these, are, these are the conversations we have. I'm like, the The what? <laughs> Where are you? I'm on I'm I'm on the road to Rio. Are you going to Rio or are you coming from Rio? Coming from Rio. Okay. All right. I got that much. <laughs> yeah, I I, I was I never did figure words. out where you were. I just sent someone to go get you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just keep driving until you see a green Ford Explorer alongside the road. Oh, honey. It's been a crazy past couple of days for me. <laughs> well, the suckiest part about it is now you're out. You're going to be out the money for two tires, right? Yep. For the pickle mobile. Yep, the pickle mobile. It is yeah. a. So, what tire blew out? Is it possible that that's the reason that your car goes sideways all the time? Well, someone that the guy that fixed it said that was the reason why. That's what a car does when the tire is starting to go out. It just starts to shift in one direction depending on the tire. And I was like, well, that makes sense. And then when I got back in it and he put the new one on, it was still drifting in one direction. And I'm like, I, I don't know if this tire is bad or if it's like, this is just my car. 
Well, the uh, answer to your question is the tire is bad if it's flat this morning. So. Yeah, so I'm hoping that's what the problem is. But he said that it could also be that the brakes are messed up and the brake is constantly squeezing towards one tire when it's not supposed to. That doesn't sound good either. Drift. Yeah, which could also have somewhat related to why the tire popped. Yeah, if the brake was squeezing it while it was trying to drive. Do you know a guy named Mark Carmen? Yeah. You might want to go talk to him. Yeah, I might. About a safe vehicle to drive. <laughs> I don't think I can part with the pickle mobile. We'll yet. get you a pickle sticker to put on whatever car it is that you that you want. Mm, I don't know. Well, I'm just gonna try and fix it and see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, how's it working out for you so far? Well, it lasted me for another year the last time I fixed it. God. <laughs> At least this problem's not as bad. I think your tire blowing up and falling off is is bad. Yeah. Well. What are you going to do? <laughs> Not buy a new car, that's for sure. <laughs> You're nuts. Oh, well. Well, we got him We got him home safe, and that's all that matters. Yep, I made it. Yep, you did. So what else is going on? Well, uh, just classes. I'm swamped with stuff with school, and it's, it's something. <laughs> yeah. Coffee's helping. Hot chocolate's helping. Mm-hmm. Aiden's helping. Yeah. So Hayden, our intern's here today. He is. He probably won't come on camera, will he? He will if I tell him to. Oh. Oh, yes, he will. I'm busy manning the Oh, he's busy manning the... His his fingers are feverishly <laughs> running the keyboard, <laughs> which means he's sitting there. You know, I kind of see what you meant about they hide behind the monitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I know is that Hayden has curly hair and eyeballs. Yeah. That's all I see. <laughs> From here up. Yeah, the hair is kind of covering the eyes a little bit, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's awful cute, though. We'll, we're going to get him on here someday. You'll get him eventually. Oh, yeah. All right, so you said that there, uh, Jeremiah had some news? Yeah, he had some videos for us to play. It's okay. the uh, Wellston mayor and the Jackson mayor's address to the city. You know, and, and those are so very important where it may sound a little bit boring. This is like their State of the Union, basically, where they tell you kind of like what's going what they're planning for the year and how they're hoping to implement it and whatever. And so it's very important if you live in one of these municipalities to listen to what they have to say. And if you have uh, take umbrage with something or you agree with it or whatever, get involved. Show up to a council meeting. Call the mayor's office, you know, and and. Um, either support or whatever. If you have suggestions, do that too. Get involved. Mm -hmm. Don't just complain. How's that? That sounds good. All right. So are we going to play this or what? Yep. Go ahead and hit it, Aiden. Anyway, each new, year, each new year, at the request of many of my colleagues, I try to make this annual report a little shorter than it was the previous year. And this year, after multiple revisions and over the last 10 hours. All right. So tonight we're going to reflect on the progress and look forward to what's coming up, coming up in the following years. Um, we're going to follow through on our commitment of laying that foundation for a better future. Is what I, when I ran my campaigns, what I said I would do, and this is, this is us coming, that, coming to fruition. Um, we've been working diligently on paving roads, repairing infrastructure, um, rebuilding and expanding parks, and giving our neighborhoods the attention they rightfully deserve. Um, we are tracking as many grants as possible, and we're going to talk through some of the ones. We don't have them all listed out here tonight, but we're, we're going to talk through some of the grants. 
Um, we did a quick uh, review on the ones that we could find um, that's already been implemented. We've we did over 1.5 million this year alone. Um, and that's not including the 4.5 million total project for New York and Broadway. Um, so we've executed a lot of grant money this year. Um, well, we're on the New York Broadway project. Um, it finished up this year. Obviously, we finished it up at the end of, I'm sorry, the end of 2023. Um, it was nearly one mile of paving, obviously two miles of curb work, um, 1.2 miles of storm drains, and roughly, it's a rough guesstimate of 1.6 miles of water line and sewer line that got replaced. Um, it was a major project for the city. Uh, obviously, we, we cause a lot of disturbance in those neighborhoods. I really appreciate the neighborhoods and their patients working through that. Um, it was a lot of work. Um, another project um, that was completed this month, actually, we just finished it, um, was the depot. Um, this was done through the ODNR capital improvement, which was actually secured by Tammy Phillips, your new uh, board member, executed by the city. Um, that one redid the inside um, of the depot. A lot of work was done to the inside. We did lighting, we did paint, um, kitchen, bathrooms. Um, we also, the big one that most people comment on is the uh, gazebo done outside. Um, we made it a much more sustainable building, got rid of the wood and the paint. Um, we added lighting, uh, all new sidewalks through the park. And we recently saw the curbs got added. That was the final um, phase of that project. We put the curbs in, added an ADA ramp down, down by the gazebo where it didn't have one. Um, so a lot of work went into that. Uh, the next big one that we started on, um, this one started like probably the first month of uh, when I first took over as mayor, um, was the Louvi. Uh, it's been a journey so far. Uh, the first 20,000, um, we secured that through OVRDC with the help of the higher development um, department. Um, that one was the $20,000 was to remove the debris, um, clean it out. We also secured it with the plywood that you see on it. We intentionally left the wood sideways so people could look in um, and see the progress going on. Um, at the same time, we was also working with the ACGB grant. Um, in that grant, we uh, secured money for engineering, which a lot of you probably saw on the Facebook page. We had the engineer, we put up the engineering drawings that we did. Um, and that also gives us the cost estimate and stuff to move forward. Um, and we're going into the next phase. Hopefully next month they'll be announcing who will be get, will actually be awarded the money to move forward. Um, that's how that's our plan right now to finish out the LUV to get that project uh, moving along. Uh, da -da. So now we'll move on to the city cruise, uh, the projects that we did internal to the city. Um, these ones are led by mostly by uh, our utility foreman Jeff Bates and Stacy Camp. Um, obviously new this year also. Um, so a lot of learning curves. Obviously, I've been learning my job. Stacy's been learning his. Um, Jeff Bates has been, he's been that rock that's been there just to help keep us moving along. So um, a lot of work's been put on his shoulders. Uh, we'll start out, we'll go through the water distribution. Uh, Ryan Souders is our foreman for that department. Uh, another great job for them. As you saw, that's the crew that you guys mostly see on Facebook, cold leaks in the middle of the night. It's that crew out there fixing them. Uh, so we'll go ahead. They, uh, they started out, they replaced over 500 uh, feet of water main service lines in 2023 with nine, nine new water taps, repaired 115 water leaks, and replaced over 175 foot of sewer main, um, added new sewer taps. Um, and I'm sure you guys remember the whole lift station issue we had just outside of town, um, a major project for the city. Uh, that was solved by that crew. Um, they're the ones who actually went out there. Um, part of that, as we learned, we, we had some deficiencies in training. Um, 
no one is really confined space entry trained. Um, so we got five people trained in that now. So we actually have people who can go in confined spaces now uh, safely. They're trained on how to do it. Um, our fire department keeps gear that allows us to do it. Um, so we have the means now to, to actually go into confined spaces safely, um, which allowed that project to, to get wrapped up in the end. Make sure I'm on my right line here. And I don't want you to think I'm going to not mention fire and police department. They're going to speak on their own section, so don't think I'm intentionally skipping over them. But I'm, we're not going to. I won't be speaking to their numbers. Um, while I'm speaking about the water department, uh, we want to, I just want to make, take a second to make sure we mention the Jackson Vinton County Community Actions. Um, they play a vital part in this in these economic times as far as helping people keep their water bills paid. Um, people who fall delinquent, they help them get water restarted. They've been a huge um, component that's helped the city um, keep water turned on to our residents because ultimately we don't want anyone to be without water. Um, so a big thank you to that <coughs> um, to that group to help uh, help keep water on. Uh, okay, then we'll do a quick rundown of some projects here. Um, and this and this is one crew here and then this crew, the infrastructure crew, I've mentioned them in the past, um, ran by Phil Thompson. Um, this crew does a lot of the projects. Anytime you see us doing a larger project, it's ran by the infrastructure crew. If you see us replacing a lot of water line, putting in sewers, putting in fire hydrants, it's almost always that team. Uh, the team that you see working in front of Jim Bottling right now, that whole project is being ran by Bill Thompson. Um, our water distribution crew is actually helping out. We don't normally pair them up like this, but we're trying to get that project done really fast. So we actually have two sets of crews over there working to, to expedite that one. Um, but we'll run through them. Uh, we did Vermont uh, Street from 8th to 12th Street. Uh, Locker Lane saw a total replay and Locker Lane saw a total replacement of 2,300 feet of uh, water main. Uh, two fire hydrants, 35 taps. Um, under drain was installed in Minnesota, 14th Street, and behind the VFW, um, five catch basins were installed. Um, and then the other one of the next steps that we started taking throughout our departments was maintenance, actually maintaining. Uh, the stuff that we've installed and maintaining what we already have. Um, so we did like, I'll just read through them. 30 pressure check tests were performed, 227 fire hydrants were flushed, um, 201 water main valves were exercised. Um, that performing that routine maintenance, because the exercise valves, just, there were exercise valves through all, all throughout town. Most of them do not work. Um, the ones that we've been installing and the ones that we've been able to get to work, we'll go out and exercise them now um, every year and make sure that they stay functional. That way we need them when we have them. A lot of times when you see us doing, like the last leak, I believe it was over on 14th Street, if I'm not mistaken. The last one was on Facebook page. We saw that guy down in the hole with his foot over top of a water leak spraying out. That's because we have no way to shut the water off. Um, so that's, that's doing hot, hot, hot repairs. That line is live, and that guy is standing over top of the leak keeping the water from blowing them out of there. Um, we have no other way to stop it. Um, that is a very, very fine skill set. Not anyone can do what these guys do. Um, but with these valves that we're installing, that'll allow us to shut the water off in areas and stop this from happening. But right now we don't have that ability. Um, paving. Everyone loves to talk about paving. So uh, it's the last step, but the most noticeable that everyone likes. Um, we did uh, Lockard Road this year, Number 8 Pike, Broadway, South New York, Mitchell Drive, Velma, the alley behind the VFW, the alley behind the American Legion, um, the alley from 6th to 7th, and uh, New Hampshire also all paving projects this year. Um, that's a lot of paving in one year, and I promise you that that is our goal each year moving forward. Um, if you've 
I know most of you haven't seen it. We haven't been buying new trucks. We haven't been buying new cars. Um, we haven't been buying unnecessary equipment. We are focused on infrastructure. Everything we do right now is if it's if it doesn't put a pipe in the ground, paved roads, we're trying to cut it out. Um, we're not. We're, we're looking at any way we can consolidate efforts, any jobs that we can consolidate, um, anywhere we can save money is a focus right now, um, because our infrastructure needs it. So we don't. We don't need all the other stuff right now. We're focusing on what we what we truly need. Um, our street department, we'll talk about it for a second, ran by David Euler. Um, these numbers are like, they confuse you, they're so high. Um, 16 tons of cold patch, uh, 283 yards of concrete, 18,000 gallons of emulsion um, for the Durapatcher, uh, 60 loads of Durapatching, uh, 2,900 tons of stone, and 260 tons of asphalt. Um, one of the things we've been working on is alleys. Um, we started at, I kind of leaned in heavy on it. We started, well, they've been working on it for years, but we kind of leaned in heavier on it last year and this year again. Um, last year, we kind of was on the northeast. This year, you probably see us, we'll kind of, we'll shift it. We're just going to keep moving around in a circle. So now we're kind of moving over towards the northwest side of town, um, working on alleys that direction, and we'll just keep doing, it'll just keep going in a circle. Um, not every alley gets hit. Um, not every right-of-way is an alley. Um, if there's grass growing up on it, it's not an alley. You won't be getting stone. Um, but if, there, if there's stone down there, you can tell it's an alley being used. We will be coming through when working on them. What else do we have here? Um, as you notice, the 30 acres were cleared out of the cemetery as that project continues. Um, this year, the big part that we did is we laid in the road um, from the old cemetery moving up to the top of the hill, um, and we... We went through and it was more of a cleanup more so than anything. It probably didn't look like a lot happened, but they went through and got a lot of the small stuff, the small debris off the ground, the bigger stones, anything like that. Grass seed was laid down. Along that front side was that mesh style looking stuff with the straw in it to help because the hill, to keep the hill from eroding. Um, so that, that part of the cemetery is moving on. This year we'll continue on with the road to move the road, the, the lay in the bed for the road, not the actual road. We'll continue around, um, going down around that. This is one of those projects that's a required, we have to have this cemetery. We're gonna run out of cemetery in roughly eight years. We're gonna be out of cemetery. Um, but it's unfortunately something that there's not a lot of funding out there for. So there's not a lot of money. So this is coming out of our capital, this is coming out of our budget um, to do this. So we've been doing it slowly. We're gonna spread it out over eight years because it's not a priority right now, but it will be. So we're just gonna slowly just keep doing it and keep working on it, and hopefully by the time it comes necessary, we're gonna have it ready to go. Um, if nothing, at least the front side of it, so we can start using it. Uh, da, 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 da. Cemetery. All right. So now we'll talk about a little bit of the growth going on. Um, in the last year, we had 11 homes um, built in Wellston. We now have 148 registered rental properties in Wellston. That was part of our code project. Were you talking code? I'm not showing you thunder, am I? Okay. Um, so we, um, uh, that program, that project has been very successful. We've had uh, a majority of our landlords keep very good properties and we have very few problems, but we do, we do run into them. Um, and Brian's been very, very good about finding these properties and we don't want anyone in Wilson living in, sub, in substandard housing. Um, so this is what that, what the big thing when we stood this up year, I mean, it's, oh God, what year did we stand up code? I apologize, I should know that. For the rental property, yes. this is year number two for two. the inspection. So it's, um, 
it's a very important park for our city. We, we don't want to have a city that we have people living um, in, substa in substandard housing. So for me, it's very important, and, and, and I hope everyone else feels that way about it. But it's been, it's been very successful so far. Um, one of the issues that I personally am passionate about is the parks. Um, our kids need somewhere to play. Um, we have, this is a, a relatively large city, a small city, but we need areas for our children to play. Uh, Kelly Lambert Park this year um, had some very nice upgrades if you haven't been down to it. Uh, two different grants was used to make this happen. Uh, Mindy Berry was actually very instrumental um, in getting the playground equipment for us. Um, we executed that grant and then we also followed it up and we used uh, the rest of the money left over uh, from the COVID funds to uh, put the fence around it. Um, so we got a fence there now. So it's a, that park is safe. Um, the next one that we're going to start focusing our energy towards is um, Blamer. Uh, we already got CDGP money, CDBG money. Um, uh, we got roughly $54,000, I believe it was. We got approved. Um, we'll be putting up a fence. And All right. Well, uh, we had to chop that off a little bit early just um, so that we could fit both of the mayors in today. Um, but the great news is you can watch both of the um, State of the City addresses in their entirety on Hayden. Facebook and YouTube. Where on Facebook and YouTube? The Telegram page. The Telegram page. Yep. So and Total go. Media YouTube. Yeah. And Total Media. So you can, you can uh, see both of those. Or if you missed something or you're like, wait, what did he just say? You can watch it again, no problem. So, all right, uh, let's head to the city of Jackson and hear from our mayor, uh, Mayor Randy Evans. Anyway, each new, year, each new year, at the request of many of my colleagues, I try to make this annual report a little shorter than it was the previous year. And this year, after multiple revisions and over the last 10 hours, I think I may have done it. So for those of you who are keeping score, start your clocks. Each new year, I also like to hold myself accountable by reminding myself, as well as council, of the things that five years ago I hoped together we would try to accomplish if I was to become the mayor. First, <clears throat> I want my hometown to be managed more efficiently, more productively, and more professionally. And over the last four years, with your cooperation, we have been reorganizing and modifying our staffing needs to meet today's needs. These changes haven't been easy. In lieu of having supervisors over each department, we created operations managers to, to, to manage and guide multiple departments. And by empowering and trusting the people that they manage, we really can do and are doing more with less. My management team today is less than half the size of what it used to be here. Those changes and other cutbacks in staffing have been mostly accomplished through attrition, <clears throat> resulting in huge savings each year to the city of Jackson, and have allowed us to fund new services and meet new demands with less overall staff. One of these new services, for example, is our geographical information system, or we call it GIS. It continues to develop as we, um, as we add more of our assets into the system 
making all of our utility-related work, utility-related work, more efficient. Also, by creating position that, that can focus on grant writing and projects, we have secured over $11 million in grant funding to implement various infrastructure upgrades. <clears throat> to support existing business and promote future growth and investment, the city partners with, and I serve on the board of, the Jackson County Economic Development Partnership. Secondly, five years ago, I wanted, to, I wanted the city to continue providing great service to our citizens, as they did, but I also wanted our utility rates to be more competitive. And to that end, the last time any utility rates were increased in Jackson was over four years ago. The rate cuts that council made in 2020 and the lack of any new increases have made our city utility rates very competitive with other area providers. Our utility departments, including electric, our electric department, our water, our wastewater, and the utility office, all of these departments continue to provide incredibly reliable service to our customers and respond very quickly to any problems. <clears throat> we will continue improving efficiency by making in-house upgrades with our own personnel. <clears throat> Sewer line repairs and replacements have resulted in a noticeable reduction in stormwater entering our treatment plant. <clears throat> our service departments, including street and alley, garbage, the mechanics garage, and the cemetery, all continue to provide great service. <clears throat> our street and alley department continued upgrading streets, curbs, and sidewalks last year, and we plan to do even more of that with our in-house construction crews this year. And even though Rumpke has raised the landfill dumping fees substantially, we still have not raised the garbage fees we charge our, our citizens. <clears throat> the cemetery staff there has, has kept that 62 acres looking the best it has looked in years while handling 75 burials. Our mechanics in the garage continue maintaining over 120 pieces of equipment, vehicles, and work trucks. <clears throat> Other services. The auditor's office continues to receive outstanding audit reports from the state. Our police department continues to make our, our town safer and reports a 50% reduction in overdose deaths. Zero homes broken into in the last year and zero robberies last year. And this year we're very close, we hope, to adding three desperately needed cruisers to our fleet that have been ordered for over two years. And we also plan to implement a body cam program this year. Our volunteer fire department continues to do an outstanding job serving our community. We now have 13 members and in 2023 reported 321 call-outs. <clears throat> My third goal five years ago was simply to clean up and fix up our town. Last year, our efforts to clean up included dealing with over 400 cases of ordinance violations, such as high weeds and trash, junk vehicles and illegal dumping, and we have partnered with the Land Bank to complete 11 building demolitions last year. We have nine more pending grant approval for this year. We resurfaced the parking and basketball courts at Hillcrest Park 
and added striping for pickle bar. <clears throat> we constructed a new boat ramp and kayak launch at Hammertown Lake. Those, that work is, is substantially complete, but not yet put into service. We paved over another eight miles of 40 different city streets and partnered with ODOT to finally pave East Broadway Street. <clears throat> Our plan, as I've said before, is to repair and pave every street in town, but that's 52 miles of streets plus the parks plus the parking lots. It's gonna take eight to 10 years to get them all, and then by then it will likely be time to start over. We've replaced almost three miles of curbs in the past year, many sidewalks, and working with the tree commission, we planted 51 new trees, and, I, and we plan to plant over 100 this year. These efforts all over town in every neighborhood are bringing back community pride to our little city. <clears throat> so as I begin my fifth year as mayor, I recommit to these same goals and we're going to continue to do all the good things that we've been doing the last four years, but we need to do more. <clears throat> this November, I plan to have the city income tax back on the ballot for renewal. City income tax provided us over 4.2 million in revenue in 2023. Remember, most of this income comes from people who live outside the city, and much of that tax, if it wasn't collected here, would just go to another city. We must continue the income tax so we can continue making all these improvements. <clears throat> we have been, and we will continue to, use the income tax exactly like we said we would. Up to half the tax revenue will continue to be used to fund the police department. This will provide almost all of the over $2 million police budget this year. I would like to revise the tax language as we go back to the ballot to allow the use of the tax to be used for police and fire department. The remaining tax revenue is and will continue to be used to fund infra infrastructure repair and replacement. The income tax allowed us to budget for over $2 million worth of additional infrastructure work for this year, most of, again, most of which once again will be street paving, curbs and sidewalks, water and sewer line work. Without the income tax, these projects would just not be possible. Even the grant funded projects usually need income tax money to meet the match funds required. And even with all of these improvements that we've accomplished so far, we're really just getting a good start addressing the vast needs of the city. <clears throat> Most of our city buildings as I've mentioned before, are in need of repairs or replacement also, and we need to start addressing them. We've applied for, for multiple sources of grant funding to help repair or replace the Memorial Building and plan to advance the planning for that this year. Also in the next couple of years, we will be planning to improve or replace other buildings that are long overdue in our other departments. <clears throat> We've received two different grants to help us try to mitigate flooding along Salt Lake Creek and our city parks. Grants through FEMA and ODNR's Ambler funds totaling funding totaling $2.4 million. <clears throat> All of our parks except Hillcrest 
are on the banks of the Salt Lake Creek or its tributaries. We want to continue improving and expanding outdoors there are opportunities for outdoor recreation at these parks, but first we need to mitigate the frequency and severity of flooding in these parks and <clears throat> these neighborhoods. Other things on the agenda for this year <clears throat> including we're looking at going to city-owned trash cans for our garbage service. We are in the process of, of updating our 40-year-old zoning regulations. We are pre-planning for the repainting of the Apple Tower. We are uh, considering um, a couple of different suppliers uh, for upgrading some of our outdated computer systems. Uh, and we expect to complete this year a complete overhaul of the city's website. We're also adding Parks and Recreation Director to facilitate more and better access to our pool and, and recreational facilities. There's a lot of things going on in our city and a lot of things yet to do. And I want to conclude with these thoughts. Our purpose here is to guide and govern the process of providing services to our citizens. That's why we're here. Secondly, the money that we spend here to provide these services comes from them in the form of taxes and utility revenues. So we need to be good stewards of those dollars and spend it wisely and efficiently. The state of our city is good. It's very good. We've got a lot of momentum, momentum going in the right direction. We just need to keep it going. And in closing, I just want to say I enjoy being your mayor. But I'm just the mayor. Everyone at this table is part of our team and working together, we will continue to improve our great little city. Thank you to each of you guys. Well, there you go. You have heard from both uh, Mayor Randy Evans here in Jackson, of course, um, our Wellston mayor. Um, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony. It just phew. Wow. Sorry about that. I uh, know that as well as I know my own name. I think. There. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> no, we want to thank both mayors for taking time to do their, of course, state of the city addresses, and uh, we hope that you enjoyed them. Maybe learned something and learned about what the future of our municipalities are. Uh, like I said, if you have any questions or concerns, reach out to them. That's what they're there for. So, all right, need to get out of here for the day. We appreciate you so much for tuning in and we will be right back here tomorrow. So have a great day. Bye-bye.